Uh, either he's on the phone with his mom or he's breaking things in the studio. Yeah, see, Ian's in there. Ian's the one that fixed it. Uh, 432-3893 is your phone number. Impact Happy Hour. It is our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. It is all one word. Uh, in the studio with me as uh, becoming the new Dr. Kilometer, but um, a little uh, cooler, I think. Uh, I actually talked to Dr. Kilometer today. He's uh, He got another job. He's not on uh, fun employment anymore. Uh, Joshua, Jay Young, Mr. Money. To my I am left. not Mr. Money. <laughs> Jay Young, the general, was quite fine. Uh, and I, I actually I uh, just uh, was on your uh, Facebook, and I checked out your MySpace music page, and we were getting into a conversation about recording music and super nerdy things. And uh, I, you know, I've i always found it interesting, like, for a dude that uh, I've been in a bunch of bands and I've recorded uh, music, I've either recorded it myself or I've been in studio with bands and recorded it. I've always been very interested to see the whole recording of the hip-hop process because I have absolutely no idea how it works. Yeah, like I was saying, it, it, it's, it's, it's quite interesting how we record. You know, we just went to this uh, studio in Grand Rapids called Big Ben Studios, and the guy had a Newman U87 mic for us mic nerds out there know yeah. what that means it was state of the art it was just like kind of different recording in a silo but <laughs> it was called big ben studios for a reason I yeah guess. yeah uh recording in studios good times also to my right where's the old lady tonight uh hanging out with cheerleaders no oh. semi sister-in-law they're not married but it's basically her brother's significant other Okay, uh, that's so. Miss Hunter, a.k.a. Eric, to my right. Uh, I didn't see any uh, comic books today. Uh, you missed them then, because oh. Ian has them. Okay, uh, and by the way, uh, you obviously heard the screw-up at the top of the show, and that is due exclusively to our wonderful engineer. Uh, that would be Brandon. Hey, buddy. Hey, Brock. Thanks for the compliments. Hey, well, Showering, you... showering me with compliments this week. Ian walked in and said, there's no way that should have happened. It was I, I turn up the monitor for you guys in there, and uh-huh. I guess I just got some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing by out, the way, I'd like to the ordinary. I'd like to point out that Brandon is one of the very few of the over hundred uh, students here that actually gets paid, and yet he still has it, yeah he still has trouble. It shouldn't have happened. I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, that's all right, buddy. Uh, we all have our days. So uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move on. Lots of stuff to talk about, issues and the like. Uh, once again, uh, impact. 89fm.org. We are streaming live once again uh, via the Impact interwebs, and you can actually check us out uh, the podcast section. I've actually talked to a few people who I don't really know who've been checking us out on the podcast section and uh, apparently getting fan calls here at the radio station when we're not on the air. So it's uh, it's magic time. Brandon wasn't lying to you. I honestly don't know why it happened. Yeah. Shouldn't I, I don't know. We didn't, we didn't change anything, and I moved everything back just now, and everything's fine. Well, I'm just going to blame it on Brandon, because uh, he's the one in the production studio and not me. So He's also the one getting paid to be here. So. Yeah, exactly. Even I'm not being paid. Well, I, I'm not being paid to be here, but uh, anyway. You could punch in the throat afterward. No, yeah, it's fine. all right. Punch so. in the throat always. <laughs> all right. There's always an answer, and it's always violence. Uh, Impact Happy Hour, it is our screen name, once again, via AOL Instant Messenger. A couple things to talk about right off the top of the bat. I've noticed uh, a lot of posts. Pope news uh, as of late, uh, for those of you who, uh, his Popeness, uh, the Vicar of Christ, or whatever they call him, uh, meeting with uh, the victims of the clergy sex abuse. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Not to put this down, but if you were a kid that was abused by a priest, wouldn't it be the scariest thing if the priest of all priests wanted to meet with you one-on-one? Wouldn't that be like the one thing you didn't want to do? Especially a German one. (laughs) 
that looks like he died like 10 years ago. Looks like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I would, if I, you know, just, uh, Catholic Church, uh, give them lots of money, um, because they deserve it and leave them alone. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and apparently he loves, uh, New York. I was reading a story, uh, I believe it was during Newsweek about how much, uh, the Pope loves New York and how the last time he was here before he was Pope, his car broke down and somebody helped him and, uh, now he loves New York for it. And I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, he likes the fact that uh, all the, uh, the many cultures can get along and, uh, and the like. I'm, obviously, I'm not a religious guy, a, re- a religious guy, so I, I don't know much about the Pope other than he looks like Senator Palpatine and, um, he has a interesting way of dressing and he's the one that likes the shoes, right? He's the one that buys the billions pairs of shoes. Am I the only one that knows this? Oh, no, no wow. idea. All right. So anyway, uh, I'm moving on from Pope news because that uh, obviously went nowhere. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> we are talking about a uh, big gay, uh, big softball game coming up here at the Impact. We do a couple of uh, of activities for all the DJs involved and all the people at the radio station. And believe it or not, uh, the people at the Impact, the people that tend to flock to the Impact, aren't exactly the most athletic. Um, skilled people on the face of the planet be in a competitive eating competition uh that we could probably excel at or uh, music nerdery or uh <laughs> being the most pompous indie cred music person no i think state news has pompous on like as well <laughs> oh i'm sure they do but i i think uh every year we we play them uh for the most part every year we play them in softball at least we try uh, and I don't think we've ever won. I, we might have won one year, but pretty much we religiously lose. See, so that tells me a lot about this game because I've asked three different people, and one person said you guys won last year. I don't. Another think person we said last you year. said we never won, and then Jeremy says we've won on occasion. So obviously, this is just <laughs> we I all have, get drunk. Yeah, well, that's true. We but, swing a bat. Yeah, basically, and whatever but, happens, happens. <laughs> Yeah, we all get drunk and we swing bats. No, I I've been here at the Impact for uh, let's see what it's two thousand eight. So I've been here for like four years, almost five years now. I don't recall a time we played where we won. So that I mean, we might have won in the past. What? What, Brandon? Did we win last year? Did no, you? That's no good. This has to be the year that we win. Start well, juicing. I, I'm working on it. I'm gonna juice. Uh, I'm gonna come with my forearms like the size of like my head. And I'm gonna start. Forearms. I'm gonna start throwing whey protein in everything I eat for this next week. And oh, then... I would hate to live with you. <laughs> Steady diet of raw eggs. Oh, yeah. That's so disgusting. well, we'll work on it. But thankfully, we've got a, a uh, professional baseball player in our team now. Uh, yeah. With uh, our one and only ringer, Jay Young. Little, little did people know I played in high school. Yeah. So, well, so I'm 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 gonna do a Rasheed Wallace. I'm gonna guarantee victory <laughs> on the 26. Ah, uh, general well, T, if you will. Uh, all right. Well, I couldn't think of one better. The entire nerd uh, nerdery of the impact will be counting on your soul bat to. Uh, I'm the take one care that has us. to bring balance to the force. All right. Well, it yeah. It's he's oh. the Daryl to the isotopes. <laughs> obscure wow. I was going to say super, right. <laughs> <laughs> super obscure so we're looking forward to that we also do some, uh, lots of things here at the Impact for those of you interested in uh, getting involved at the Impact it's not all about music we do crazy things like broom ball and softball and other things that most of us are totally inept at and can't really do but uh, uh, anyway we're looking forward to that and the weather made me think about it today uh, I 
I took my bike in, uh, for those of you obviously who have listened to the show at, at any point know that I have a bike. Uh, I took the bike in like last week and I love it, the fact that I take it in for one thing and it always turns out to be, well, there's this wrong and uh, there's this and we've got an order apart so it's going to be another week before we get it back and, uh, I see all the dudes riding their bikes on campus today just because obviously all the hot chicks came out of the hibernation, uh, which I noticed. Did you guys drive in campus today? Did you? Yay? Nay? Um, I didn't drive through campus. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely drove through ca- campus. I have a quite quite a uh, story uh, about that Uh-oh. later. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh-oh. Well, here's my, like, what is the point of... I don't understand, like, I, I'm not necessarily complaining about it, but why, why would you put a blanket and dress as, like, basically, like, G-string, and, like, right on the corner of, like, one of the busiest, uh, crossways on campus and just lay, are you really just looking for some sun? Even though, like, I don't understand, I never understood that. I never understood, like, the tons of dudes running without their shirts on or, uh, playing basketball by, like, I just don't understand the whole, like, showing off thing. It's something I'd, I've never done. Uh, maybe it's just because I have no self-esteem, but uh, I, I, don't, I guess I don't get it. But um, I did notice all the bikes on campus today, and I was upset because I didn't get to ride mine. Uh, anyway, um, something interesting that has uh, – I finally got health insurance because I got married. Um, and <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, – Apparently, I, I was looking back. Uh, I haven't had health insurance since I was like 20, 20, I think. So it's been eight, nine years. Uh, and I went to uh, my doctor today. And I had been going, for those of you who don't know, you can actually, even without insurance, you can go to doctors and see them. And it's really not that expensive to pay cash. It's it's not that bad. It's like, it's uh, it's all the meds and all the tests and all the stuff that costs money. So anyway, um I got put back on a antidepressant med, which I uh, have been on on and off antidepressant meds because I'm just like an anxious, nervous guy and kind of a depressive kind of dude, which I know is hard to believe when you hear me talk. But I got put on Effexor, and I have been high for the past, like, 36 hours. It has been unreal. I, I don't, like, I, it's like I smoked the world's biggest joint, and I have, I've, I don't know, like, is antidepressant, I, I'm not sad, that's for sure. If you're high all the time, you can't be sad. Do you guys, none of you guys take antidepressant meds, do you? No. No, no. Everybody here is normal. I, I'm My glad antidepressant I'm medicine is food. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I concur. <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, I've been on, and I, I'm sure this is great sharing it with, uh, sharing it with the three people that listen to the show. Uh, I've been on a number of antidepressant meds and, uh, you know, like Paxil, Prozac, this one is it's crazy. It's weird. And I'm afraid of and I you know as I get on it I go online and I, I kind of start researching it and you look up effects or uh, on Google and like the the things that have happened to people that take it and like trying to get off it. Apparently it's like uh you have withdrawals worse than uh heroin from uh, Effexor than you do from heroin. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh but apparently you get drunk quicker. So that's uh that's kind of cool. Did you guys uh speaking of drugs, did you guys see that video with the the like 1-year-old uh taking hits from the bong? No, I didn't. Uh, was that the one in the car? No, no, no. There's one. It's on Perez Hilton. It was just on Perez Hilton today. I think it was on CNN.com yesterday. It's some douche that's got a bowl, and he's like, he's smoking it, and then he's putting it in his daughter's face, and he, he I think she uh, takes a hit. I don't know. Like, 
how beyond retarded are you if you're going to do that? Not that I'm condoning it by any stretch of the imagination, but let's be honest, that kid's not going to grow up to be a president of the United States uh, with parents like you. Uh, why would you film it and then upload it to the internet? Well, like we don't, we don't know if he won't be president of the United oh, States. Oh please, I mean, we, we see they've had presidents that do worse. <laughs> okay, I oh touche. We I have guess. lowered the standards. <laughs> the totem pole is very low. Uh, yeah, right now. okay, I guess you're right. Uh, I'll I'll take that back. No, there was another video about uh, probably two or three months ago. There was these girls, and it looked like they had given a kid with them some sort of drug. And the kid was just looking really spaced down there, like flicking her in the face, and she wasn't responding. Here, here's another, uh, here's another drug uh, highlight uh, headline on CNN: Polygamy teen turned to cocaine rescues. Uh, if I were in a polygamist camp, I would be doing every single drug possible uh, just to, you know. By the way, another interesting, uh, just because I saw this, pilot whose gun went off to be fired. You like that? Way to go, CNN.com. The ever, headline itself is ironic. Yeah, don't you think? <laughs> if you ever spend any time uh, checking out CNN.com, there are a slew of grammatical errors, spelling errors. I don't, like, I don't understand. I, I don't know who they have updating their website, but it's I, I try to like, screenshot them every time. And there's always hilarious things. Like You, you never pay attention on websites, uh, specifically CNN.com, where they've got ads and stuff on the side. And they'll have like one thing about... like. Plane crashes killing a billion people, and right next to it would be an ad for like safe flying with American Airlines. Like, and it's the most <laughs> ironic advertising ever. Uh, you would think by now that they would come up to uh, come up with something to to uh, take care of that. Um, did any of you guys see on? I, I saw briefly on Fox News. Um, not that I was watching Fox News, but for whatever reason, I I think was on at the gym or something. What was this thing with uh, Hillary taking shots or something? She was drinking. Where? Like, when was it? How old of a um, video I was think it? She was, I think this is last week when she was in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think she drank a beer and took some shots. And why was that on, like, why was that on the news? I have no idea. Just showing how she's like the regular folk. No, but I... I she's so not elitist well, that they she'll were, go to the bar. They were pointing it out on Fox News like she was an alcoholic. And I'm like, uh, did you want realize that your current uh, yeah, hero... I was just going to say, <laughs> why, why throw stones from that glass house? <laughs> yeah, besides the uh, mounds of blow. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, any of you guys getting tired of this whole uh, political thing? I, I keep seeing, like, all the polls keep changing, like Hillary's losing points and McCain's back up. And did you see McCain's uh, notion of getting rid of the uh, gas tax for Labor or Memorial Day through Labor Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what'd you think of that? Uh, no really strong opinion. Really, I, I'm not going anywhere. I mean, it's uh, pros and cons. I can't. Do you say realize one way or how the other. you realize Michigan's roads are bad enough as it is. They figured that if they went out, went from Memorial Day to Labor Day, it'd be a ten billion dollar loss, like lack of funds for the, for road projects, which is where all that tax goes to. Michigan roads are bad enough. Drive drive down uh, Mount Hope between. Uh... Wow, <laughs> and I know exactly where you're talking about, and so does my car. Yeah, exactly, drive down Mount Hope, uh, right by you know, go across Farm Lane, head south towards uh, Okemos, just. You know, drive about sixty down there and see how much fun that is, uh, and that's that's with uh, them trying to put as much money in the roads as possible. Take away ten billion dollars and see what happens, especially in the state of Michigan. Uh, so anyway, um, I, there, I've noticed. Uh, I'm I'm moving along. On, on, I'm trying to do a new thing here on Happy Hour. I'm trying to just go from like 
super crazy. Like, if you notice blog styles and the way they talk about stuff, specifically like PerezHilton.com, it's just like bam, 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 and stuff all over the place. And it seems like that people hold their attention to things like that better. Because when I go off on a retarded 28-minute jaunt on how why I think steroids are great, <laughs> I think I lose everybody on like the first 20 <laughs> seconds. So uh, I'm trying to I'm trying something new. So we'll so, so you think steroids are great? Actually, I do. Uh, <laughs> are you a bodybuilder uh, or something? Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I hit the gym a lot. I just don't um, see. Now you're gonna get me into. Here we go. Uh, Twenty-eight I, minute John. Here we go. Steroids. No, here's the thing. There's no. You know, they talk about steroids causing liver cancer. They talk about it causing all sorts of stuff. Um, there is actually very little to no scientific proof that reasonable use of steroids uh, will do anything to you. Um, and the same thing goes with human growth hormone. Although, I mean, if you do it, uh, get on hand with it, there's things, you know, uh, the, where you get giantism and stuff. But take a look at steroids and see what it's done for people. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, what have steroids done for him? Well, uh, he became the most popular bodybuilder ever. Uh, then he became one of the biggest movie stars ever. Uh, and then he became the uh, governor of one of the. I don't know if steroids was directly responsible. For Absolutely, that. it was. He wouldn't have been a, if he didn't take steroids. Because he would have been he... the bodybuilder. He would have never gone, gone, came over to America. He would have never gotten into Hollywood. Then he would have never gotten into politics. Please, I'm I'm not saying steroids are good, but I, I hate the way people vilify it, and I hate the way that people act like. Sports stars shouldn't use steroids, blah, 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 but they're the first ones in line to see a home run derby, and they're the first ones to, they can't wait to Mark McGuire hit 70, or Barry Bonds. I mean, obviously there was issue with that, but that was so, uh, they weren't saying it when uh, Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire were hitting 70 each season. Um, I just, I, the people overblow. Like, look at all the professional bodybuilders. Uh, there's not a lot of them that are uh, dying. The people they make arguments about are the wrestlers that die. And uh, to be honest, I'm not a wrestling fan, but the type of people that go into wrestling usually have other problems, and they generally die from... Like, Benoit was severely... Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I, I get your point. And to me, I've always thought that scrutiny on steroids was a little silly. I mean, uh, the the hypocrisy of sports policing itself and the things they do allow, I've always felt was, you know, you had to take it with a grain of salt. Wrestling, to me, was always different because you know people yeah. are roiding up because WWE has a, a certain type of wrestler that they push over everybody else and those wrestlers. To look like that, you got to be on the juice. And it is it is causing a lot of these guys, like, at age 40 to, to, you know, pass away before their time. And I'm not saying it's just steroids. Right, right. But so I feel if there's one place where they do need to police it, it would be that, but... Other than that, who well, cares? The, I, yeah, but the, here's the thing I don't understand is, and I, I don't, I, what I really don't understand is they vilify and they push so hard against steroids, and it's all in baseball. I mean, they talk about it in football, but not anywhere near. Right. Professional bodybuilding is, every single guy in professional bodybuilding is on loads of the juice. Like, they've taken everything, but you never hear once of a professional bodybuilder getting busted. And it's like... Why would you? Why focus so much on baseball? Why, like, it's America's game. I, I don't understand. I wouldn't even argue that anymore. I, football is so much more American game than, well, than baseball. Baseball is based on a British little girls game called Rounders. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. The more you know. Yeah, the more you know. I don't know. I that I can get in uh, hours of argument about. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of idiotic people that take this stuff. But I Vince think, McMahon actually almost got put away for about 17 years. Uh, Congress was actually Paris. 
policing steroids, I think, in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Was that when, uh, that was Hulk when Hulk Hogan. got busted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hulk, that's when, if you were a Hogan fan, you weren't going to see him for about two years. Yeah. And they say, you know, that's why wrestlers like Bret Hart and, and Kurt, uh, Mr. Perfect Hennon and all of them got, got to be stars during that time because Hulkamania and Ultimate Warrior and all them fled because they knew yeah. they were on the juice. <laughs> and if I were on the juice and uh, my employer were were about to go under, yeah. I would probably run for the hills you, myself. You know, what's really funny is uh, Celebrity Rehab, actually, uh, with Dr. Drew, just got off the air. And there was the episode, there was an episode, I never really watched it because I hate that kind of stuff, but there was an episode where I was flipping through and they were having some group talk, and China was one of the people. Obviously, we know who China was. And so d- she's talking about all this stuff she did, and Dr. Drew says something to the effect of, like, all right, hey, look, let me just say this huge elephant in the room. I just want to say this. I'm not accusing anybody, but anabolic steroids will cause this, that, and this. And China's like, I've never done anabolic steroids. I'm like, wow, then you have a huge tumor in your head, or there's something really wrong with you. Have you ever seen that video, by the way? Oh. Nope. <laughs> I was Brandon has. <laughs> he has. That man. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Doing Ooh. the Lord's work, surviving something through that. <laughs> oh. oh my God! I so, mean, she she looks like a man. You know. Well, here's the thing, and she's had surgery to cut her jaw down because yeah, it was so square. I remember when she first got to WWF and just looked like ugh personified <laughs> ugh personified that's uh, that's a good take so what do you guys uh, what do you got coming up for the weekend what do you got coming up for the uh, show hmm uh, cultural vibe is going to be a little different this weekend because uh we're going to try we have a, a show coming up called backpackers and rappers part three and basically me and my good friend filthy pizza the james garden local lansing rapper we had this concept of trying to bridge the gap because you know how most rap fans are in 2008 you have your your hardcore rap fans your casual rap fans and then you have your like white people no, because they're, no, 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 and and, and and to be honest, I usually do play the white people card. I won't lie, but <laughs> they're a back- backpacker is a, a a derogatory term that transcends race. Uh. There are backpackers uh, across the spectrum. So basically, we wanted to put together a show that were that was not just Lansing meets Detroit, but also a more of a independent indie like rap sound with more of an edgier sound and I and for people who would be wondering what category I would fall into they're gonna have to see the show <laughs> the 24th Max Bar from 10 to 2 7 dollars if you're 18 to 21 5 dollars if you're grown like me and uh, so basically everybody from the card we're trying to get them on the show this weekend and trying to get because a lot of them are um, local acts some that would be coming to the cultural vibe for the first time we want to usher in the new era of like lansing rap on the show so what uh here's a, a question uh that i i'm not really you know i've been in music and stuff for a long time but i i know very little about hip-hop and mm-hmm. i and specifically the fans but like i i have some friends that are are huge like 
that are huge hip hop fans and I don't understand what, you know, what they're talking about. Is there, is there like the same kind of thing? So take like the impact as, as an example. You've got people who like love the fact that we play stuff that like the Edge used to play, like the Nirvana, the Pearl Jam and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the, the people that hate the fact that we play that and that we play the new, like, you know, uh, Bell and Sebastian and stuff, the more indie stuff and they hate the mainstream stuff, thinks, think it's awful. And then there's people that are just like, whatever, I'll listen to whatever. Right. Are there like are oh, there indie like you rap? already know hip hop has its elitists that just want to listen to nothing but Sage Francis and Aesop <laughs> Rock and and definitive Jix rappers all day and then you had didn't you have on the very other um ex, uh you know the the on the other very end of the spectrum you have people that just want to listen to what ninety six point five tells yeah. them that they want to listen to but the, the but the great thing about how we do the show is my set in comparison to Will and, and Collectives tends to be a lot more mainstream. Like, I always start off a show with whatever I find is the newest mainstream song. Like, I've played Lil Wayne. I've played a lot of, like, super mainstream stuff. But the difference being, over time, my playlist tends to, to evolve into more of a uh, a more accepting thing. Like, we pl- I've played local acts. I've played uh, local music from the state. I've also played... Uh, stuff and i always have like like from producers i have a producer showcase where we illuminate that and we have the throwback where we play old songs from the 90s i've played bootsy collins 1973 soul on the cultural vibe so i i love for it to be as diverse as we've made it but me definitely i try and cater to all the fans and we've had times where people have called and they say, are you... I remember this one call vividly. A guy was like, are you guys done playing that crap rap? And I just looked at Will and I was like, we never play anything bad on the show. Wow. Whether it's, you know, commercial or the that one So Raw song, it sounded like it got cut in a garage because it got cut in a garage, garage yeah. and then they sent it to the show. Dude, I, I just this just reminded me while we were talking about that. I, uh, I was down at uh, the other station I work at down in Chicago and we played this new tune... <clears throat> by an artist called uh, or artist called Flowbots. Have you heard this song called Handlebars? Mm-mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> I heard the first minute and a half of the song. It's it's basically like I don't know who these guys are, but it sounds exactly like Eminem, but with like Sublime playing in the back. It's it's crazy, and it is blowing up in Chicago. And I, I was trying to get a copy of the tune here because, of course, we never get service or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, for, if you're curious to look it up, it's F L O B O T S uh, Flowbots, and uh, the name of the tune is Handlebars. It's it's don't you love it when you cut a new record and then you hear everybody else play it after <laughs> the fact. That, like, Usher's songs, number one in the country, Love in This Club, and we played that Dude, weeks he, before. Yeah, here's the thing. At the impact, uh, and I'm not exactly proud to talk about this kind of stuff. It's the way radio works, and it's why someday I'm going to write a book about the misconceptions of radio. Not, Which is not to suggest that I know absolutely anything about radio, but I've been in radio for many years now, which is crazy because I'm only 28, but uh, I've been in radio for a long time. And it's funny to see the way radio works. As an example, the uh, the impact played the fray, a cable car over your head, almost, it was about 16 months before it got picked up mm. uh, by mainstream radio. The same thing with um, the Gym Class Heroes released that uh, tune wait, with... You guys should have never played that. <laughs> that Gym Class Heroes tune with, uh, what's his name from uh, Fallout Boy? Stomp. 
Project uh, Stomp. Yeah, we played that, and they re-released it like two years later, a year and a half later. It's so weird the way the record industry works. A lot of the songs that come out that are huge have been out for like two years, That's and it's true. just the way that it gets it gets uh, it gets out. And I was I was just having a conversation uh, with my doctor actually, who was asking me about radio and if I thought he's like, "What do you think about radio? Are you gonna you know are you gonna go on and hang out in radio?" And I'm like, "God." I don't think so. My radio does not look good right now, especially if that whole uh, Sirius XM uh, merger happens. Anybody here, XM Sirius person? Uh, my father has it. Yeah? If you ever... a, it's okay to listen to, but I don't really drive around in my car enough to actually listen to it. I mean, I know you can get those uh, stereos mm-hmm. that you plug it into, but... I don't really listen to the radio enough to warrant buying one. Well, Sirius has that thing where it, it's basically an iPod. I mean, it's like an MP3 player that it hooks up. It's part of the radio, and you pull it off. You can download music or content. Like Their big thing was you can download whole uh, episodes of the Howard Stern Show and listen to it. And I, I don't know. The The whole argument is um, for, for I don't think that uh, terrestrial radio is going to last much longer because, and for those of you who went to public school, terrestrial radio means radio that's on the earth so that's the radio station basically that you're listening to yeah. the impact will always be around because uh, we're actually doing something but it seems like um uh, radio is not in a good a uh, a very good place and um i don't know i don't even know if i want to get into it because it's so depressing it's such it's so so much of a different place than don't it used depress to be. our listeners oh i know it's all, they're already depressed enough um Jumeo doesn't need to wake up to sadness <laughs> I, as high as he is i don't think he could get sad I should show you some pictures he sent me, by the way. Anyway, uh, so I don't, yeah, let's not get into radio because that uh, that actually depresses me too much. Uh, what do you guys got? Um, what do you guys got planned for the weekend other than the show coming up? Um, What's weather supposed to be like, by the way? I didn't even check. Good, I think. Sunny. That's all I hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sun is supposed to shine between seven a.m. and uh, eight p.m. I, I don't know. Is it going to be one of those years where it uh, it's straight from uh, 30 degrees to 80 degrees every day? I'm actually going to go physically check the weather now. I Do you guys have, like, seasonal affective disorder like I do, where it's like if it's cloudy for three months at a time, you actually feel worse, and then the first sunny day, you're like, oh, my God, it's a... Uh... No. no. I'm oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are just looking at me sorry, like, sorry, I have, uh, yeah, like, leave you hanging like that. But. If things are bad in Azeroth, then I'll feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's my seasonal effective. Uh, consider yourself cool if you have absolutely no idea what he just was talking about when he said Azeroth. Congratulations, you have a life. <laughs> uh, by the way, Gomio just joining us live in Japan. He just rolled out of bed, uh, and it's like almost 10 a.m. Friday morning. So, uh, And I don't think he actually... like. He's a Buddhist priest, but I don't know if he... Do you have a day job, Gomeo, like, besides taking people places? Um, when I actually went to Japan, I was at uh, I was at a temple there, and I saw this car drive up, and it was just kind of weird to see a priest get out in his full robes. Like, I don't know what I expected, a uh, how a priest would get around, like, riding a horse still, or maybe <laughs> walking along the roads by himself, but it's just seems weird to see him get out of a car. Like, oh yeah, to yeah. have the Pope just jump out of a <laughs> yeah, the, Miata. By the way, time savings. Uh, I forgot uh, daylight savings time. Uh, it's actually eight thirty a.m. Sorry, buddy. 
apologize about that. Um, let's uh, let's just take a, a quick look into movies. And I was talking about this earlier because I can't believe they're. And I I just recently saw this again. They're doing another X Files movie, and I don't understand why. Like this is the year. This is the past sixteen months of people doing movies twenty years too late. Or ten years too late. Biggest uh, example being Alvin in the Chipmunks. Yes, box. exactly. But it's the perfect time for Speed Racer. <laughs> you are every single show. You are hell bent on Speed Racer. I am hell bent. I haven't it. even seen like really seen anything on it. I I mean I've seen uh, there's a commercial. They're giving away a Mach Five or something, aren't they? Um, they've been talking about something on MTV where uh, I don't yeah. know if they're giving away a Mach Five. It may even be the Mach Six. Which is special for the movie. And of course, Gomio is super excited about Speed Racer too. By the way, uh, I don't. Good, I, I have somebody on my side. So I wasn't even aware uh, they had an. I, I didn't know that there was an X Files movie. That's just how stupid I am. Was it in theaters? X Files movie? Yes, it was. Yes. When was this? Like ninety eight? Um, I don't remember exactly. The only thing I really remember about it is that there's one scene where they're inside like this giant uh, bee farm. And the powers that be release all the bees, and so oh, they have to run yeah, away. Oh, yeah, I know. I re- okay, I remember that scene. See, the day that that comes out, the land of Azeroth will be very empty, I think, because... Uh... <laughs> uh, no, I think they'll have just downloaded it from a Chinese <laughs> company. Yeah, probably two weeks before it actually hit the hit the screens. Uh, I don't understand why they... Uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe it's it's... It's something that has to do with people being reminiscent about 10 years ago. or When was that on TV? That was probably 95 to 99 or something. It's been a while. And Seth Green I was still in, looked young. I was in high school, and I haven't been in high school since like 96, 97. So it's been a long time. So anyway, uh, look forward to the X-Files movie uh, coming out at some point. Uh, I was also looking more into, I've talked about a couple times, the, uh, the Kurt Cobain movie that they're making, Universal Pictures. Or I actually think it's Paramount. Um, they're still in the process of writing it, and this is the one where uh, Courtney Love apparently handpicked people to play the parts. Uh, still no word as to when that comes out. Um, they did secure the music rights, but who knows? Uh, it still will likely be super awful. Uh, weekly box office top ten started off number one prom night, which is surprising. Uh, number two Street Kings. Number three Twenty One. Uh, number four, Nims Island. And number five, Leatherheads. Uh, number six, Dr. Seuss's Horton Here's a Who. This is it in it at $140 million. Smart People in at number seven, The Ruins at eight. Superhero Movie in at number nine. Did you ever see that? I have not yet. You were the one that was saying you were going to go see it. I was thinking about I mean, it. What about you? I haven't been to a movie in a theater for about two months. I, I, know. I know I'm slacking. Tomorrow for getting Sarah Marshall. Uh, yeah, Drillbit Taylor, by the way, all coming in at number 10. Uh, yeah, Forgetting Sarah Marshall actually looks uh, fairly good, and uh, I'm actually looking forward to uh, to seeing it. I, I'm one of those people that has been poor about seeing movies. Uh, <laughs> now, I looked up superhero uh, movie on Wikipedia, and it says, as far as critical, critical response goes, the film received generally negative reviews from critics as of April 2nd. Rotten Tomatoes reported that 15% of critics <laughs> gave the film positive reviews, but most critics preferred this film over previous spoof films, Epic Movie, and Meet the Spartans. So, well, that's not hard to do. Well, different uh, directors. So one is in the 12th stage of hell. One, <laughs> one is just nearing oh, the Earth's surface. By the way, uh, I was also on PressHelp.com. Uh, I was talking to Dr. Kilometer on the phone today, and uh, it made me think about it. Apparently, uh, Sex in the City movie... 
they had uh, spoiler uh, has leaked, and apparently, for those of you who don't want to listen, um, I don't know why you want to see the movie anyway. Uh, one of the characters dies in the movie, which is so awesome because that means they can't make any more uh, movies. But apparently, or that, or they'll just have to introduce a new friend. Oh God! Uh, hopefully, it's Carrie Bradshaw that dies because uh, she's already like eighty-five. She looks like the Bird Woman. Uh, really, I, I don't. I mean, I understand why they're making a Sex in the City movie because uh, loads of women think um, that a bunch of. <laughs> I don't know. I got in an argument about that show with one of my friends, and um, I, it is hard for a dude like me to, an ar- to argue with a feminist, but I don't understand how a feminist could uh, defend a program like Sex in the City. So I'm just going to leave it at that. So anyway, uh, let's take a look at movies uh, currently uh, lined up to open tonight slash tomorrow, depending upon um, where, where you can get online, because... Uh, most of you, I, I, I've talked to people, for the most part, who don't even actually go see movies anymore, and it's getting kind of sad. Um, opening uh, on the 9th of May is Speed Racer. Oh, yes. Rated, so excited. Rated PG. I thought they were talking about rating it R. Don't look at me. Did you guys all take a bunch of lewds before you came in here today? <laughs> I know I'm all sped up from a stupid medication, but good lord. Uh, All right. So anyway, no, it's not like that one day when I came in here and, and looked like I belonged in a Resident <laughs> Evil video. Uh, I'll, I'll start s- downing pixie sticks before okay, I come in. Please, the big, huge ones that are like three feet long and yeah, automatically give you diabetes. Where you, had, where you had to use the scissors to cut them. Yeah, open. that was the, our version of of the the crack game. <laughs> Crystal in Madden. middle school, it would be one of us. No, and it was funny because our vice principal would be the pusher with, with, with actually pushing a shopping cart with candy in it. Yeah. Like, he he was the candy man. He would come and then, he, yeah, we got these uh, pixie sticks for two. Now and later's for 50 cent. We got nerds on discount. I was like, wow, this is real. <laughs> See, nerds uh, is how he gets you hooked. Right. Yeah, right. Then he you jacks know, up the price. The free samples of the... Of the, of the <laughs> <laughs> of the nerds, you, you, you move on to fun, Wants you to get yeah. the fun dip, and once you get the fun dip, <laughs> fun dip. then you're in the now and later is really a gateway uh, drug. Those are all just like diabetes in a bag. It really is like diabetes in a stick, diabetes in a bag. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Gomio pointing out that he uh, he loves Speed Racer, looks forward to it. He grew up watching it, which Gomio grew up here in mid-Michigan, and now obviously lives in Japan with his Japanese wife, who apparently has never heard of Speed Racer. Really? She says it's because it's boys' anime. Is she Japanese? Yes, she is. Well, in Japan, he was originally named Go Racer. Well, dude. And then they changed it to Speed when they brought it over Go Racer sounds better to me if you... Yeah. Did she ever watch... um, Sounds kind of dumb. Oh, I think there's a... uh, Tokyo Girl Cop, who used a yo-yo as her weapon. Maybe she's heard of that one. <laughs> they recently re-released it as a live action in Japan. Uh, dude, I don't know. I don't know about you sometimes. Also opening a movie that I really want to see. Uh, it's actually opening uh, tomorrow. Where in the world is Osama Bin Laden? It's our uh, favorite uh, Morgan Spurlock. I don't I don't see it opening anywhere around here. But uh, it has the, uh, the, the, the art is from Indiana Jones and the Raiders of Lost Ark. So... That looks exciting. Baby Mama also opening uh, next week, which looks absolutely awful. Regardless of uh, the Japanese title is Mock Go Go Go. By the way, um, 
that's from Gomeo. Uh, besides the fact that Tina Fey is, though she's getting kind of older, uh, she's still hot. I still wouldn't see the movie. Uh, standard, standard operating procedure to Sean. Yada, yada, yada. A bunch of movies that will never open around here. A movie that looks absolutely awful that I'm sure you're super excited about is Iron Man. Yes. Do you I'm, think Iron Man looks awful? Yes. I think you're so jazzed about Indiana Jones that you've put yeah. on the blinders. First of all, how much money do you think they had to pay for the licensing for the tune, by the way? No idea. Oh, I don't. I'm just saying it was probably ridiculous. But I, I just can't see. I don't know the comic. I'm not familiar with it. Robert Downey Jr. is a superhero. Does not. Yeah, but as Tony Stark's, it makes sense. Like Tony that, Stark's an alcoholic, right? Oh well. Uh, by the way, Gwyneth Paltrow, Jeff Bridges, uh, also in the film. John Favreau is the uh, director. Kind of disappointed that he's not fighting the Mandarin. Apparently it's some guy that gets his hands on the Iron Man technology. So, is this, what is this set, like, is this set in present day? Is this like us versus the Nazis, like most good comics are? Like, what is Present day, Present day. So why does Iron Man look like he's from, like, 1942? Iron Man was... Well, originally he creates the first Iron Man prototype when he's actually captured... It shows it in the previews. He gets uh, attacked and captured. You'll see this glowing emblem on his chest. That actually keeps a piece of uh, piece of shrapnel that's lodged in his heart. Keeps it in place because if it if it moves, he he'll die. Uh huh. And so, the guy captures him, orders him to make him a weapon, and instead he starts making himself the iron, a prototype of Iron Man armor, and then he breaks out through that. Originally, he needed to have that chest piece on all the time or he would die, and then eventually he had it removed, and at one point, Tony Stark, I believe, gets paralyzed, and he has to have to wear that uh, armor in order to just walk around. So I doubt this is all in the movie, though? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, the movie the unfo- is going to be more like a contemporary version of it, but more or less. It's actually a pretty decent synopsis for uh, Hollywood.com, which usually has terrible synopsi. Uh, a superhero tale which follows billionaire weapons manufacturer Tony Stark, who confronts the sins of his past after he's injured by one of his own weapons. Equipped with a high-tech suit of armor, he becomes Iron Man to combat evil on a global scale. Yeah, that that with the whole Afghanistan thing and the designing it for the Air Force contemporary uh, like spin on things. But I'm excited about Iron Man. Hmm. I like the fact that they cast uh, Terrence Howard as uh, James Rhodes, and I hope that they War Machine. With, yeah, with the yeah with the sequel War Machine. Nice. The often forgot black superhero <laughs> gets gets a uh, still Falcon time. and Black Panther. Yeah. And- but the, I, mean, I, I remember people never thought War Machine was black, and I remember saying, I remember, like, I, I remember when I used to read comics, and Iron Man was one of my Dark Horse comics, not actual Dark Horse comic, but you get like one of the comics yeah. that I actually used to read when I could get my hands on it, and he, yeah, I loved War Machine. I loved the comic, and I was glad as 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 opposed to seeing another Hulk movie that I won't care about right. ever. Yeah, that they did Iron Man. Well, uh, that is uh, that's something to look forward to, and it comes out. Uh, One thing I'm not looking forward to is I'm second. sure there's going to be a montage in there. Montage, mm-hmm. gotta have a montage. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I understand the need to progress the storyline, but the only M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie that I actually like is Unbreakable. 
because it shows a superhero actually coming into his powers. It's not, you know, gets bitten by a spider. I think that's him. the only M. Night Shyamalan movie that I actually like. No, right. I like that and The Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense was just up there with Usual Suspects with the twist the first yeah. time I saw it. And I was like, wow, that's really good. I wouldn't have thought that. And then with Unbreakable, it was a different type of, wow, that's really good. I wouldn't have thought that. The rest? Yeah, awful. There's a new one coming out, too. Uh, they've got an ad for or a uh, oh, I know what you're talking stand about. up. Yeah, I think it's. I have no idea what the title is. Yeah, I could look it up, but uh, that would be just good too good radio for this show. By the way, uh, Gomi, I wanted to point out, and it's always interesting to see the top five movies in Japan as of right now. Uh, is it Kamen or Common Rider? It's K A M E N. Resident uh, comic nerd, please. Common Rider. It's a field enchanted. Yeah, common. I'm thinking it's common. It could be Cayman. It kind of sounds like ramen. Common? Yes, common. Common? Okay. Yes. Common Rider. It's a motorcycle action for kids, which is great because every kid has a motorcycle. Uh, Cloverfield in number two. Enchanted number three. Doraemon? Doraemon. Doraemon. Are you familiar with it? Um, Not really, unless kids it's anime. the big blue one that so, I'm thinking of. <laughs> kids anime, and at number five, the, uh, the Golden Compass. So... Uh, that's uh, that's currently what's big in Japan. Uh, also, uh, movies uh, looking forward to besides Indiana Jones. It's all I'm really focused on. I'll be honest. Uh, which is opening in uh, what is it May twenty second? Uh, Indiana Jones: The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Still not rated, by the way. Uh, I expect it to be at least PG thirteen. Wasn't um, wasn't uh, the Quest for the Grail? The Grail, blah blah blah. Wasn't that PG thirteen? No idea. I'm pretty sure it was. I wonder if he still has that book signed by Hitler. <laughs> because the movie takes place like 30 years later, later or whatever, because it's the 50s. So anyway, uh, what happens in Vegas? Also opening uh, next uh, on the 9th, uh, Surfwise, the Tracy Fragments, Before the Rains. You know, it's always funny. I always go through this show every week, and I'm reading all these movies opening, have no idea what they're uh, what I'm talking about. And then I'll see previews for them and be like, oh, that's what that movie is. Uh, Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian is opening on May 16th. I'm actually looking forward to seeing that. Uh, I might be... Yeah. Really? Right, meh over here. Meh. I'm not a big fan of the whole pushing the Christian me- message, but uh, it looks like it's pretty well done. And it's I was book- not aware that Jesus was a lion. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, Lionheart. What Hello? was that one movie where they said the the message of it was supposed to be anti, anti-Christian? Golden, Golden Compass. Compass. Philip Pullman's yeah. not a big fan of the church. No. He he wrote it, from what I understand, kind of in a response to C.S. Lewis and his... Right. Yeah. It the Chronicles of Narnia. turns out that God's kind of a senile old fool and that the church is deliberately uh, keeping people away from him so that they can control the world. You know what? I've always, you know, I've always kind of loved media with anti-church message. I don't consider myself non or devoutly religious. I'm somewhere in between, but like, I don't know if you guys ever played Final Fantasy Tactics for PlayStation where Mm -hmm. they just had this super, uh, uh, anti-church uh, plot where the the church is brainwashing everybody and you've got po- pope-like characters going into uh, <laughs> business for themselves and I was like wow this is hardcore stuff I couldn't give this to my little little brother and sister or else they they, they would it wouldn't they would hate religion. Yeah. But it was just interesting to me because I heard about it and I saw the, the previews and I was like this just looked like another rinky-dink Narnia rip-off movie, and yeah. I didn't know it had an underlying anti-church yeah. message. I'm crazy. I'm okay. Like, I, I don't... I'll put it this way. I have a problem with the fact that people have 
more of a problem with things being anti-religion than just being okay with things being pro-religion. They should be. They should feel the same both ways, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, anyway, Sex in the City uh, opens Friday, May 30th. Oh my God, I feel bad for you if you are a dude and you get dragged to that movie because I swear I refuse. For those of you listening, specifically my wife, I will not go see. Uh, that movie. I actually uh, dated a girl uh, who thought it would be cool to uh, get her name. I know you guys have probably never seen the show, but to not know what I'm talking about. But she actually got her name on a gold chain around. Like apparently, Carrie has it uh, in Sex in the City. I don't know. You watch it, don't you? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, as in, I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, yes, yeah I've run into it every once in a while. I mean, yeah. no, the one I like was was Girlfriends, which was essentially the black version of Sex in the City. What was that on? On UPN with all the other black films <laughs> that we've all been relegated to. That's our one channel. At least but, it's not the WWWB anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's what? Oh no, they the merged. C-dub. Yeah, C Dub now. So it's it's like. Wonder Twin Powers activity. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, media at its finest. Um, but didn't, like, don't the, what's the show the Wayne's, brother ha- Wayne, uh, Wayne's Brothers have that's been on forever? That was on forever? Did the Wayne's ju- Brothers. Well, there's the well, Wayne's yeah, Brothers. Well, yeah, Brothers. There's the one that Damon Wayans is in No, right no, it was now. the Wayne's Brothers. Okay. And it was on for, it seemed like forever. I was in color? No, 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 no. It was on or just their, their own yeah, show. The yeah, Wayne's the Wayne's Brothers. Brothers yeah. yeah, and it was always like... I never understood the whole marketing scheme of of the UPN and the WB, and it's like, besides from outwardly being like stereotypical and racist, uh, <laughs> what is there to gain from like money? Uh, well, ask Tyler Perry. Uh, actually, no, there isn't any money because they well, never made any money. Yeah. That's the merger. And see, my 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 thing is that I'm sure there were some shows UPNs like. We're in the meet, in the green light meeting, and they thought, well, this might just be a good show. And some of them were just let's cash in on these stereotypes. But I think the reason why they they were so akin to giving minority shows was just because they had a selling point there. Like, hey, look at what you're not watching on NBC, CBS, and uh, Fox. But I remember back in the day when Fox was the one to yeah. watch, and they had Martin and Living Single, and then the other two. But when New York Undercover got canceled, whatever other other two inconsequential black shows that would come on after that. Yeah. But those Thursdays were like, that's what black yeah. people were watching. And then after that, and TG, TGIF kind of fade into black, there was no more Family Matters. And Cosby Show was gone. And then Martin and Fresh Prince were gone. So now you have this, like void for where you know black people needed to be marketed shows to and upn and wb stepped up and moesha i have a hard time believing that that fresh prince i can't believe that that would be that seems too white to me you want to know what's a polarizing question and it's funny because we were at at the meeting we did this it was already we were already talking about affirmative action which is polarizing (laughs) right but as an icebreaker we asked what's the better show saved by the bell or fresh prince (laughs) Black people stand it. Wow, I just stand it on the radio. Nice. (laughs) Black people stood on the right. White people stood on the left. And I was like, how can you make me choose? I love them both. Fresh Prince was about class struggle. Exactly. About about (laughs) that and being true to oneself. And Saved by the Bell just had the greatest female alumni cast of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't mess with. Thing. I would be I would be the one that chose uh, my so-called wife uh, because uh, I wanted to be like Claire that was, Danes. That only got one season, didn't it? 
I don't know. I the the only thing was, wasn't it the first show that had the first openly gay character on television? I think it was, wasn't it? Am I the only? I, do I remember this right? I just wrong? remember Claire Danes. I never watched. <laughs> and only because I read that like on her profile not too long ago. You read what? I read that on like her her like. IMDb profile. Oh, yeah. Every girl in my high school cut her, they cut their hair like that, and they uh, they dyed it red. And oh, by the way, uh, Hollywood.com exclusive contest uh, just for you: thirty days of Speed Racer. Enter to win a Mach Six. You better get on that, buddy. So anyway, uh, other movies opening. I, I, the tangents are flowing this evening. Sex and the City, like I said, in May the thirtieth. Indiana Jones: The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, May twenty second. I hope to God that he does not ruin this movie. Um, Kung Fu Panda opening on uh, June 6th. Uh, Voice of Jack Black. Yeah, which uh, he's going the way of Jason Lee, and it's too bad, because Jason Lee has been in a bunch of crappy voiceover movies as of late, or Alvin and Chipmunks, where the rest of it was... (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Jason Lee, for God's sake? Scientology from the sound of Speaking of Jack Black, isn't there a movie out? No, I know there's a movie out with him, Ben Stiller, and Robert Downey Jr. as a black man called Tropic of Thunder. And I was wondering if either of you had heard of it. Um, uh, isn't there one coming out called Tropic Thunder? Yeah, yeah that uh, Tropic of Thunder, Tropic oh. Thunder, something like that. And they had, it was just a big controversy because Robert Downey Jr. is a black man in the movie. Like, Apparently you these see people, how it like looks. Blackface? Like I mean, and it's, and it's Soul not, man? I mean, it's not like... <laughs> minstrel show bamboozle blackface okay. but it's still you know an eyebrow razor yeah that is opposed to getting a black person to play the role they made him look like a black man like it i honestly saw the picture before and i didn't think it was robert downey jr you know i was just like oh here's the thing here's my take on movies where it's like one like like uh, a, a black like uh i can't think of his name right now he's done all the movies where he's dressed up in fat suits and Eddie Murphy. If Eddie Murphy does a movie, he can be uh, he can go in whiteface because uh, black people can act stupid and they automatically become white because they can just act lame and they become white. White people can't just be like I can go into blackface. It's like no way, you're Has way too white. Have you seen the movie Soul Man? Where no, he's, no, he's trying no. to get into college. No, no, no. no. Soul Man is one of the. Oh, I, he, he, <laughs> I don't know any. I have no idea what it's you're talking hilarious. about. It's hilarious. He, I think he. Who's, can't get who's into in the, it? Well, I got to look this up. Who's in it? Um, James Earl Jones. <laughs> I think the guy's name is like Gordon Howell or something. Gordon, wasn't he Gordon Howell? I don't know. He was a big '80s, early '90s star. Soul Man, Ooh, but he, <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day I would discuss that movie. <laughs> I believe the thing is he can't get into the school of his C. choice. C. Thomas Howell, C. Thomas, the Howell. one who did uh, the Hitcher and all those. Oh movies. my God, 1986. So, so instead, he joins an all-black college and has to put on oh, blackface. Yeah, and, and uh, he's qualifying for affirmative action in the movie. How did they get away with this? Uh, starring the likes of C. Thomas Howell. And Ray Don Chong in it. James Earl Jones. She care about her background. James Earl Jones, Leslie Nielsen, Julia Louise Dreyfus, uh, Mark Neely, uh, Mary Cheatham, uh, Max Wright. Didn't they do a movie where Richard Pryor was basically a rich kid's slave? Yeah, the toy. Another movie. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I basically hate that movie. Uh, not just in principle, but just due to the fact that it it 
quite frankly. So. <laughs> well, plot keywords. This is IMDb, by the way. Plot keywords. White male pretending to be black. Law school. Racial role reversal. Uh, the To achieve his dream of attending Harvard, a pampered teen poses as a young black man to receive a full scholarship. Soul man. I've never even heard of it. I don't even know. Who's, who's the lead? Who's this kid? Is it like... C. Thomas Howell was big back in the 80s, and then he just... I have no He's idea who that is. all the wonderfully stereotypical moments where he tries out for the basketball team. Oh, yeah. and, that, oh that, he's black. He's going to be great. Oh, he's white. He's horrible. That movie was so bad. Uh, Start Shopping says Robert Downey Jr. plays a white man who's playing a black guy. Oh. Which makes... <laughs> wait, what? It's very Shakespearean. Yeah, that I, I don't know. I Anyway, I, I, I got into this argument before with somebody. It's just like... I don't... I don't know. You can get away with going in whiteface because it's not like I don't. There's a I don't even know like how how to explain it. Like see, it, the thing I see is there goes two things about that. It's a that um I think the reason why uh, people uh, will attack blackface much more is just because of the cultural uh, background. Well, yeah, absolutely. So that and then I think that I, I do feel like there are times when when there have been white characters who act black. And then those characters are, you know, comic relief that tends to be acceptable, i.e. the aforementioned Wayans brothers had Mitch Milani as uh, White Mike, and that was one of the more known characters. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that there aren't flaws with both of those. It's you know. part of white guilt, really. Yeah. Where it's like, well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, they've had kind of a rough time. So. No, I'm not looking I'm not looking at, like, guilt. I'm just saying that, like, you can... You can't pull a white guy can't pull off going in blackface and be like believable. It's you ever getting see... to the point though where black people, uh, it's like internally we don't like when Eddie Murphy and Martin and they they dress up as these stereotypes because they're stereotypes. So yeah. now it's becoming a backlash there where it's just like now it's the people versus stereotypes. <laughs> there basically. was a TV show I believe Ice Cube produced where they took two families. And had them in, oh, know, yeah, but one yeah. in blackface, but one in whiteface. I never saw that. I remember seeing the preview for that and being like, oh my god, and that's And it was gonna... like, that, that, that would have never worked, just because you could tell like, yeah. these people like weren't black and weren't white, and thusly, it kind of... I don't know. I just, I, in this day, and I, like, I don't understand. I For comic relief, I... Uh, and it has absolutely nothing to do with white guilt. I'm totally fine with, uh, like, with a, a, a black person going into white, the, to white face. Well, white or... girls upsets me, but that's just because it's horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, then that, you know that's okay. But I thought that was a funny movie, but <laughs> I never last, actually. Here I am alone. I never saw that, and if uh, you would think that they look like chicks, ugh. Um, yeah, let's just move on before I start getting hate they mail look like for China. Oh, God. Uh, before I start getting hate mail for things people think I said and actually didn't. Um, uh, so, yeah, anyway, Soul Man, I guess that, uh, by the way, it gets 4.6 stars out of 10, uh, just so you know. 4.6 stars, too many. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I've never even, and that was my era. That was my soul house of doing nothing but eating and watching TV. Did you ever watch Mannequin or Love Potion Number Nine? Mannequin, yes. Ooh, both Mannequin. Of those movies. <laughs> Tate Donovan and Andrew McCarthy. Oh. Andrew McCarthy, buddy. Jesus. Love Potion Number Nine with a young Sandra Bullock. 
Is that who's in that? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, it's so funny to go back and see those movies and realize who's actually in them. You're like, what? I don't remember this person. Anyway, real quick, uh, DVD out on out on DVD this week. A uh, Juno, I, and I have yet to see it, and I'm glad I just saw this that it's out on DVD because everybody says how brilliant it is. Um, I need to see it. Anybody? I really think they asked Wes Anderson what songs he would put in their movie. It sounds exactly like a Wes Anderson soundtrack. Really? Even so far as to get a Musica Mutata score. That's the uh, band that actually does the background oh, score. Yeah. Juno out on DVD. Before- actually, they asked Ellen Page. That's how like they got the Moldy Peaches on there. Is that like when they had <clears throat> Zach Braff pick the uh, soundtrack <laughs> for Garden State? Oh. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone else had a Zach choice in that. Braff. But yeah, they asked Ellen Page who she thought Juno would listen to. She said Moldy Peaches. Hmm. Well, there you go. Also out on DVD, uh, real quick. Um, didn't by the way, wasn't Scrubs moving to a different network or something? It could be moving to ABC. Could be moving to ABC. Yeah, there. It's not definitely canceled on NBC as of yet. But well, wasn't does, the thing was they were doing the last season and then the strike happened and they didn't get to write all the last episodes. Or right. So, all right, something to that effect. Uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. That is out on DVD as well. Uh, also, La, Lars and the Real Girl, uh, In the Name of the King, A Dungeon Siege Tale. That's that right up. so bad. Uwe Boll. <laughs> it's, um, he also did a movie, another Dungeon Siege one, that has, like, Ray Liotta in it, <laughs> who's just looking confused on the cover, like, how did I get here? Why am I in this movie? The final season, also out on DVD, I Want Someone to Eat Cheese With. Also, uh, There Will Be Blood, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Uh, the Water Horse, Legend of the Deep, Lines for the Lambs, uh, Resurrecting the Champ, Music Within, and Shark Water. Uh, I have not been watching TV. I've been paying a little attention, though I have noticed that American Idol ratings are way down. Thank yep. And thank recently, thank somebody God. was crowned the biggest loser. That's all I know, that the show Oh, is ended. that the show where they they make all the really fat people take off their shirts and walk around? and Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's... Somebody uh, lost, like, 140 pounds. By the way, you have dudes on that show that weigh, like, 450 pounds. And when a guy weighs that much and he's, like, 5'8", he's got, like, C cups, D cups. And he's walking around without a shirt on. Well, like, what's the difference? Really? I would... Uh, isn't that more offensive? Okay. Uh, it's compelling what? TV. How dare you question? <sighs> I, I know. Setting. I apologize. By the way, for much uh, for uh, information and shows, uh, impact eighty nine fm dot org examples podcasts of shows where I am not flipping out on medication. Uh, that is all there. The podcast section. Uh, you can also check out the various other shows like the Hours of Power, the most evil hours of music on the air, coming up later on this evening from ten until two. Up next, local music two hours featuring. Well, featuring and starring Natalie and Amanda, they will be up next. We will be back next week for the final, some of the final episodes of uh, of Happy Hour as me as the host. It's going to be sad, I know, but um, some of you are looking very forward to it, I'm sure. So we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. It's been Happy Hour. It's right here on the Future of Music, Impact 89 FM.